We all enjoy the finer things in life, but it's fair to say not when it's at the expense of the planet. The good news is you don't necessarily have to choose between the two. I'm Jasmine Hemsley, and this is Self Sustainable. In this series brought to you by Selfridges, I'm going to be talking to the best designers, producers, and experts in the world of sustainability to see how making a few small changes in our lives can actually make a world of difference. From how we eat, to how we dress, to how we travel, we'll be looking at all the ways that being sustainable can look, taste, and feel great. In this episode, we're facing up to the world of beauty. Okay, lipstick then. Shall we it's, try something yes. fun? <laughs> this one here is nice. Oh, I quite like that one. It's like in between red, brown. It's quite natural. Yeah. It's really, really nice. It's I might try that one, I think. Today I'll be speaking to experts in the world of green beauty in the hopes of discovering how we can keep both ourselves and the planet healthy and beautiful. Julie Ward of Wild Sage & Co. is going to take us on a trip through both nature and simplicity, guiding us through their inspirations when creating their all-natural skincare products. I've always been interested in using as natural products as possible. I'm really interested in what grows all around us. We'll also speak to Melissa McGuinness, Selfridges Beauty Buyer, about the big and small changes in store that are making it easier for us to navigate sustainable beauty products and steer away from potentially harmful ingredients. Super exciting to see how seriously you know, our brand partners are taking sustainability. And finally, we will hear from Chanel Turrell, makeup artist and green beauty writer, who's made it her mission to use all natural sustainable products. I mean, it's something that makes me really enjoy what I do when someone comes in apprehensive or unsure and then they leave kind of completely with their mind blown. The global beauty and cosmetics market is expected to reach a market value of around 800 billion US dollars by 2023. So it's pretty clear that as a planet, we like to look our best. In fact, the average British woman will probably spend around 70 grand on her appearance over her lifetime. That's nearly one and a half grand a year. However, when it comes to sustainability, beauty really is only skin deep. This juggernaut of an industry is one of the worst polluters, from the chemicals and water used in the manufacturing to the 120 billion units of packaging that are produced every year, which ultimately ends up in landfill. On top of this, somewhere between one and 200,000 animals every year and around the world suffer and die for cosmetics. However, it's quite clear that in order to keep us, our planet, healthy and beautiful, we're going to have to face some very ugly truths about the beauty industry. But firstly, to get an understanding of how the green beauty revolution is changing products in store, we spoke with Melissa McGuinness. I'm Melissa McGuinness, and I'm the buying manager for beauty at Selfridges. We have lots of different initiatives that we're going after. So in 2013, we removed squalene from any of our beauty products. So if you're wondering what squalene is, it's basically an oil obtained from a shark's liver that is often used in cosmetics and used to be raved about. And as we can see, clearly not a very friendly ingredient. And then in 2016, ahead of the national ban, we eliminated uh, microbeads from all of our products in store. We then have brought in a lot more natural and organic brands. And as well, we're calling out products that are vegan. 
Lots of our brand partners, which is incredibly exciting, have sustainability initiatives. And those could range from removing plastic from their packaging, and then also just, you know, looking at refillable elements. So super exciting to see how seriously, you know, our brand partners are taking sustainability. One of the things we've noticed is our customers care a lot more and are more informed about the ingredients that are within their beauty products. So our customers are asking us to provide that information. So we have a Buying Better labeling program, which will be expanding to beauty this year and we'll be capturing organic, vegan, and cruelty-free within our beauty portfolio. So customers will be able to easily go online to understand what brands and what products sit under those portfolios so that they can make more informed decisions about the products they buy. Historically, maybe natural and organic products, I think customers thought were, you know, maybe not as exciting, a bit more fuddy-duddy. And I think now there's been a real shift, you know, in clean beauty, and it's become a much more exciting category. And I think, you know, there are lots of fantastic natural ingredients that have amazing, um, you know, effectiveness for different skin problems. And so I think customers now realize that, that you don't necessarily need to go down, um, you know, a synthetic path. And I think there's so much more transparency now in the industry that these companies, you know, they need to maintain their credibility. And so they are providing more transparency to the customer about what is actually within the products. And I think the customer has a lot more faith in those natural products now. As Melissa described, there's been some major developments in the beauty industry already. Companies are waking up to the fact that we are not only aware of harmful ingredients, but also that we don't want to buy products including them with the removal of unnecessary parabens and chemicals to using biodegradable and natural materials, it's become pretty clear that the green beauty movement is rapidly gaining momentum. Someone who's championing this natural beauty revolution in the most beautiful way has to be Julie Ward. I've had quite a lot of people that have said to me, I've always assumed I had really dry skin. Once I started using your products, I realised my skin wasn't dry. It was the products I'd been using on my skin. Hi, come in. My name's Julie and I'm the founder of Wild Sage & Co. We make natural soaps and skincare. We do 11 different soaps, various balms, lip balms, face balms. We're about to bring out baby bum balm because (laughs) my daughter's been using it on her babies for three years now and uh, she's just pestered me and pestered me to bring that out. And all of our products are all products that we use as a family. This is a salt bar, which is great if you like a little scrub. We we use salt because it's a natural ingredient which will just dissolve once you've used it. It's full of lovely minerals for your skin as well. I've always been interested in using as natural products as possible. So when my daughters were small, I used to make a lot of my own cleaning products, uh, just really, really simple ingredients. And that just then extended into myself and my eldest daughter making soap for ourselves. I gradually made more and more things to replace other items and it seemed a natural progression to see if anybody else was interested in using them. (laughs) I'm really interested in what grows naturally all around us. So we've got lavender, this is thyme, this is rosemary, that's golden oregano. My garden's absolutely rammed full of uh, gorgeous plants. We use a lot of rosemary in, um, in our shampoo, so I infuse that with... Uh... I started reading about herbs many years ago. 
as a population, we've kind of gradually lost our knowledge of herbs. So I think it's important for, for everyone to to know as much about things that grow in their garden as they can, really, and make as many uses of it as they can. It's really sticky, really, because of all the oils that are in here now. So if you just rub it in your hands, it gets really, really sticky. So as you go into the packing room, we've got rows and rows of the large loaves of soap that are curing, and we leave those bars for about four weeks. So we've got three flowers and clay, which is really dark red, which is this one when it's cut. This is lavender and geranium. There's only one piece of machinery, and that's to cut the bars of soap in one log. So this is made with harp strings. We close the doors. We've got two bike handles. <laughs> and I used to do it all by hand, which meant the bars were slightly more wonky. But, uh, but you know, but it took a long time, so that's been a lifesaver, having that machine. The main principle that I kind of try to keep with is to keep it simple. It does things don't need to be complex. I know everything that's going into it. But I've got total control over the production, and I don't. I don't want to lose sight of that. A lot of people think about what they're putting in them in terms of what they're eating, but what they're putting on them, maybe people weren't thinking about as much a few years ago. But I think they definitely are now. And, and also in terms of what they're flushing down the drain. There's lots of things in lots of products that are harmful to the environment and harmful to our skins in large quantities. You know, we need to, to think carefully about what we take from the world and, and what we leave behind. So what we put on our skin is really food for our skin, so it makes sense that the more simple, the more natural it is, the better it is for us. Having said that, not everything that's natural is good for our skin, and that's why we rely on experts to kind of help guide us. But you'll see such a big difference between the ingredients listed on a natural product compared to one that is just designed to make your skin feel good at a superficial level and will not in the long term be good for your skin and definitely not for the environment. I mean, what I love about Julie is she's actually growing a lot of these ingredients herself. So this is a very hands-on. She knows where it's coming from. She's involved in the process of growing the ingredients. And for me, that just speaks of integrity across the line. Sustainability is a bit of a tricky word. And yes, it encompasses quite a lot. There are many different certifications in the beauty world, whether it's Soil Association, EcoCert or Natru. There are people out there trying to make it easier for us to curate a sustainable beauty regime. Okay, thank you. That'd be amazing. Yes, please. In order to get a better understanding of all this, I visited Selfridges Beauty Hall to see the kind of brands making their green missions clear. And there is one brand that I love, and that's Tata Harper. So what's special and unique about these particular products is they're 100% kind of natural beauty. Um, they're in glass. They're extremely effective. It's a kind of a less is more approach to these guys. And, you know, being non-toxic for me myself, you know, going into my skin and into my body, you know environmentally it's going to be better all round. So moving on, just having a little scout around. There's a lot of brands that I know. So looking at sustainability, we often think about the environment, the ocean, but one aspect that keeps coming up with beauty brands is really getting the cruelty-free mark. So 
No animal testing. When customers are coming here, do yes. they already know that it's cruelty-free or do you get some people who are looking for vegan products yes, specifically? so many people come in and they ask if it's vegan. So when you come in and say to me, um, I would like to try our founda your foundation or your powder or lipstick, I'll, I will tell you that, did you know that our brand is cruelty-free and um, our lashes are cruelty-free? So as soon as you sat down, you would know about it. So what's fun about this brand is that, you know, if you were thinking that you were going to go for something um, that had a label like cruelty-free or vegan, you'd think you'd be really limited to, a, a, you know, a very small range. But people are really asking for this now. And this brand, Elamasqua, absolutely delivers. I mean, it's got, is that 26 shades of foundation there? That's quite a lot to choose from. Oh, we've even got the brightest eyeshadow I've ever seen um, and a huge range of lipsticks. So. There is definitely not um, a lack of uh, choice. What I loved about going around Selfridges is to hear that people are becoming more conscious about how their product is made. I mean, I think that's a big difference. You know, five, ten years ago, would anyone really be asking those questions? I don't think so. So to go up to a really, you know, swish counter and to hear that that is a concern for the consumer makes me really happy because it means the consumers are getting switched on to asking questions and they're just becoming more conscious about it. So with more and more sustainable and ethical products available, is it likely that this will eventually become the norm in the world of beauty? So to shed a bit more light on this, I asked the fantastic all-natural makeup artist, Chanel Tara. You know, I had a lady once come to me. She was in her 60s and she had quite severe acne scarring and she didn't want me to touch her face. And I said to her, look, let me just try, then I can make sure you're happy with the product. And she was very apprehensive, but let me try. Once I'd done her makeup with the product that I thought was the right thing for her and she looked at herself in the mirror, she literally turned around and hugged me and said, I never knew my skin could look this good. Hi, I'm Chanel. I'm an organic makeup artist. I use an exclusively clean beauty kit, or what I like to call a conscious beauty kit. I use products that are good for the planet, that are sustainable wherever possible, that are cruelty-free, and also products that don't contain any harmful synthetic chemicals. My mission is just to help people learn and understand more about organic and clean and natural beauty. People often ask me about ingredients, and even I, after six years of reading ingredients, still don't know all of them, for sure. Okay, so these are probably the main things you want to look out for. Phthalates are a big thing, and those are things that are found a lot in perfumes, in nail varnishes. And I think even very big brands are now trying really hard to avoid them the same way parabens have been avoided. Anything that's got sodium lauryl sulfate or SLS. And then products that contain petrochemical ingredients are not good for our health and our well-being. They're not good for our skin and they're not good for the earth. And then I would say, if you see it on a label, it's called PEGs. And these are also synthetic ingredients which you want to avoid. I've heard it said a lot that if you don't understand what the ingredient is, you shouldn't be putting it on your skin. Or if you can't eat it, you shouldn't be putting it on your skin. And so often you will see a name of an ingredient that looks chemical and think, oh, this can't be good. But they are. Hyaluronic acid is a massive buzzword and is the natural molecule of moisture in our own skin cells. And so hyaluronic acid is actually a really moisturizing and really good ingredient. 
nowadays, different people come to this from a different place. So I arrived at this from a place where I thought about how do these products affect my well-being. Many people today will get to this place more from an environmental um, awareness or maybe an animal cruelty awareness where people want vegan or a cruelty-free products. They're all separate things, but they all lead to the same big picture. And so this thing I always tell people, you have to go with your point of compromise and see where your most important kind of ethos aligns best. And so if your ethos aligns best with veganism and cruelty-free, that will be the first thing you seek out. If it aligns best with health and wellness, you'll seek out the cleanest products. And so that's how you kind of choose. But I also feel that the grand movement around this is necessary and because of small, amazing independent companies that have been paving the way for the last at least a decade, now big corporations are also starting to want to make these changes. And I feel like it's really important that we support small businesses and I think they are the front runners and they will have the best products. But I think we want a global change. So it's important to support the notion that everyone can make these changes. It's essential for the Earth's well-being for that to happen. I think green beauty has definitely had a facelift, so to speak. It's all about the consumer and the consumer wants a product that works and Green Beauty is definitely delivering on that. And the story behind Green Beauty, I mean, once you find these brands that are really working to design something very cool within this new scope, you just won't want to look back. To help us overhaul our bathroom cabinets and our makeup bags with ease, Melissa, Julie and Schneel had this advice for us. Please don't go out and buy an all new makeup kit from beginning to end or like replace your whole makeup bag when you still have half full things because that in itself is not a sustainable practice. Start slowly, change one thing at a time. That's the way you're going to A, make it the most sustainable and B, make it work best for you. Don't overuse products. It's about respecting what you've got in your life and, and not wasting it. When people really get into this, they start trying to educate themselves on what are the main ingredients to avoid. If you feel confused, certified organic products will give you the assurance that it's a better product for you. You know, never use non-biodegradable wipes and then also look for refillable services where available so that you have, you know, bottles for life. Ask friends who are already using these products ask professionals read articles it's really important to kind of see where you're going and 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 try and figure out what you need for yourself so it seems that the power really is in our hands when it comes to beauty we can vote with our pockets people and as long as we are aware of our choices of trying to be better then when it comes to beauty being sustainable, ethical and eco is far from impossible. This episode of Self-Sustainable was brought to you by Selfridges and Radio Wolfgang. It was presented by me, Jasmine Hemsley, and featured Melissa McGuinness, Julie Ward and Chanel Turrell. The executive producers were Ellie DiMartino and Harry Watson, and the producers were Natalia Rodriguez and Ivor Manley. Discover more ways in which Selfridges is buying better and inspiring change at selfridges.com forward slash buying better.